Hello again, guys, from me and my friend Saskia. Hello. <laughs> Unfortunately, one last time for a while before. Yeah. Sadly, we have to uh, part ways for a while tomorrow. But wow, what a time it has been, hasn't it? Oh, yes. It's been wow. amazing. It's been the best. Um, wow. Okay, so I've been thinking about, do I want to do another podcast this week or not? And then I realised, and then I saw an article just now. And, I mean, the article was aimed at fitness, but it sparked in me the thought of of simply, you are enough. We are enough. Mm-hmm. Before we start, a few things. Uh, many apologies for some background noise. My hubby is making food in the next room. Um, and we're, we're back in our front room for now. Um, where he's in the kitchen so if it's a bit noisy I do apologize but again this is real life not editing and sometimes that's what you want isn't it you don't want to have the perfect cut out you know amazing podcast you want real life so you get real life with me by the way um, check out my trailer if you like it please share the podcast if you could apologize for all my clothed in his beauty and strength um, readers that haven't been uh, updating it for a while i'm going to soon though um okay so it is the 4th of january and a lot of people say i'm going to start on the 6th to eat healthy or do this resolution and stop drinking do dry dry january do whatever and you know what i think that's a brilliant idea or even if you say i want to become more organized or whatever resolution that you like to promise yourself every year what what are your typical ones ask you resolutions um well this year i don't have have some but the years before it was um things like um block more consistency like be wiser with money <laughs> uh, um, get up earlier all that kind of stuff Yes, the get up earlier, pray more in the morning. That's the yeah. Christian ones as well, isn't it? It's like, yeah, yeah. It's like we're a Christian podcast. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get up half an hour earlier and more. read the Bible right away early in the morning. Yeah. And you know what? Okay, so there's two things that I want to say. The first of all, um, okay, so I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to say the smaller thing that I, that, that you know, um, occurred to me recently i want to say this first um i think we need to remember this it is for freedom that christ set us free he's not he's not wanting us to be limited and restricted and saying i'm not going to do this i'm not going to do that i i'm not going to do them you know i'm not going to drink i'm not going to eat this i'm not going to eat that i'm not going to do that i'm not really you know because that is just restriction and and really it's slavery and and it's also you know naturally speaking it won't last okay if you say i'm gonna stop eating chocolate i'm gonna stop eating i don't know cake by the way it's my birthday this week this month it's not gonna happen for me okay i'm even gonna be honest with you right now (laughs) um if you say that you know what it won't last long okay it won't last long and secondly, um, I'm loving this, right? Um, B Carter, if you ever listen to the podcast, um, a friend of mine, B, who owns a, a um, ladies group on Facebook, um, she just shared this beautiful article from a personal trainer. And she is talking about fitness here, but I do believe it's about every resolution that you ever made yourself. 
It's about the reason why you are doing this. Why are you making this resolution? Why are you why are you restricting yourself? Now I have I call this thing that I'm going to mention next comparitis or comparisonitis, where you compare yourself to others. You know that one. You know that one. Oh thing? yeah, I think like especially with a blog. Why are other people getting more visitors on their website than mm-hmm. me? Why are other other YouTube channels in my space growing faster than me? Uh, why are other people better with this and that? Like finding finding stuff quicker on the computer. Like my colleagues who can fully see than me and all that kind of stuff. Have you ever, guys? Have you ever heard of the the? Proverb comparison is the enemy of joy. I think it's totally true. And for a Christian as well, you know what? God loves you the way you are. Now, God wants you to change. God wants to transform you from the inside out, okay? But he loves you the way you are. And he wants you to accept yourself and love yourself the way you are. Now, notice I said God wants to, con- to transform you from the inside out. If you are spending January trying to figure out what product to take, what gym to go to, what class to go to, to become fitter or thinner, or what app to download to get your finances sorted, or what app will help you wake up earlier, or what routine you do in the morning, whatever it is that you are setting your heart upon. In my opinion, and I've lived this, okay, here's what happened to me whenever I said this, okay. First of all, oftentimes it comes out of guilt because certainly in terms of like um, healthier eating, if you start your year deciding that you're going to stop eating chocolate and count calories because you think oh my goodness I gained half a stone since before Christmas and you compare yourself to others and you say I've got bulge here and a roll there and a wobble here and a jiggle there I mean first of all who cares because God loves you the way you are and secondly you're not gonna you're not going to you're not gonna stay on that plan you're not gonna achieve what you want because your focus is on what's wrong with you. But actually, God sees something right with you. He loves you, especially when you, if you're a Christian. When you're in Christ Jesus, the old has gone, the new has come. He sees you in Christ. He sees you through different glasses than you see yourself. You see what you see in the mirror. He sees perfection because Jesus died for you and you're in Jesus right now. And Jesus is righteous, therefore, as he is, so are you in the world. So, first of all, I want to remind you that you are perfect to God. Now, again, it doesn't mean that he's not going to change you. And I'm going to tell you in a minute how he changes you. But first of all, I feel like the Lord is telling you, you are enough. Don't compare yourself. He wants you to be the best version of you that he created, but don't compare yourself to perhaps a model that's been photoshopped or someone that you saw on a website testifying of of how much better they feel since they got up early in the morning or whatever it is that you are setting your heart upon. Okay, because that's, it's actually toxic. 
you know the way the feeling about you like that and enforcing yourself that is toxic and that is the enemy enslaving you again so my i have no resolution this year except no that's not except i just think that this year i'm i'm starting with god and i'm starting to in with choosing to see myself the way he sees me and yes, I already have a plan in terms of eating healthy that I want to stick to. But I'm not going to say I'm not going to have any alcohol or no chocolate or whatever. I'm not going to restrict myself. Because A, it's my birthday. But even if it wasn't my darn birthday, okay? If I want a chocolate and I've been fairly, fairly good, and I don't want to call it good because good and naughty are labels that we put on food, isn't it? Um, if, you, if I've been fairly consistent with my diet for a week... Or my healthy living even. I don't even want to like to call the word diet. And I fancy a cake or a chocolate. I have the chocolate. If I've been fairly consistent every day with getting up at the right time. Not forcing myself. Then I allow myself a lion. Because we love lions in the weekends don't we? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So really I think one resolution that we can have. Is be kind to yourself and remember that God loves us. And the second one is, is let God change you. Don't force the change from the outside in. Let God change you from the inside out. We've experienced that, haven't we, this week? Yeah, definitely. I mean, again, today I've had an experience where I think some it just dawned on me who I was in Christ. And I just suddenly hit the floor crying for quite a while. And, and, you know, and it's just, when you know who you are, you start, you start not wanting to live half-heartedly anymore. And then the other thing, did you ever re- re- notice, Saskia, when you started, like, the resolution, you over-focused on it for the first three, four weeks. Yeah, and then you, like, you got exhausted, your willpower got exhausted. Because it's just a resource that that isn't like unlimited, and then you think, oh, I've done so much of it, oh, I have no more willpower, no more energy left, and then you drop it. Can't be bothered, basically. Yeah. <laughs> and like, and and also what I've noticed is when I overfocus on what I want to achieve, I drop God. I drop my focus on God entirely. Okay, that's what I've noticed. Like. It's not wrong to to want to do something and to focus on it, but I notice that if I make a resolution, I obsess about it to the point where I pretty much worship it. And you know what, guys? Whether you want to eat healthy or whether you eat too much, it can still be worshipping food. It still can be an idol. Whether you want to be better with money or or you know, be better at your your work or your self-employment, that thing that you can that you want to pursue can become, as it were, your God without you meaning to. Because you you don't you're not saying God, I don't care about you anymore, I'm gonna walk away and I'm gonna pursue this. But your focus just completely shifts away from God. Did you do you do you um have you experienced that? Uh yeah, not so much, but like sometimes when you have like a 
real big big topics that you think about all the time. Yeah, to mm. push out many like uh, focusing on God and other important areas of your life. It's like the first week of a new healthy eating regime. I talk about. I used to talk about nothing else. Just what am I going to eat next? How am I going to exercise next? How am I going to do this? I want to be like that. I want to, you know, get into this size jeans or whatever. And I would over-obsess over about it. And I would literally start everything full on and then crash and burn. Yeah. And it's just not healthy. It's not healthy. And, like, what about focusing on God and what about focusing you know, on the moment? Like, imagine instead of, like, going with... I'm going to be really good and really healthy. Live moment by moment with God. Okay, so instead of saying every day in the, on the, of this month, I'm going to get up earlier, or I'm going to blog, in your case, ask you yeah. know, three times a week. Just sort of like, I don't know, wake up in the morning, say, God, help me do this. God, help me not to be hungry after often me eating this. Help me to eat the right things. Help me to choose the right things for lunch. Help me to get a topic for my blog. Help me to um, log my expenses, whatever it is. Just ask him. I mean, one of the reasons that drew me back to God last year properly was an excerpt from a book where it said that the Holy Spirit is interested in the practical. And a lot of people probably think, oh, for goodness sake, what I want for lunch, that's too teeny weeny and important for god isn't it it's ridiculous what are you talking about god what am i gonna have for lunch just nope i mean he he he, he cared about that you wanted a like coffee uh, uh lid stopper thing yes <laughs> he, he, he i mean today has been quite an interesting day because he cared about the little things for definite i mean we 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 ordered from papa john's last night and I think I accidentally ordered too many dips and didn't realise it or something. But whatever it was, God had, had his hand in it, definitely. And we ended up with more garlic dip that we, than we expected. Um, and that made me extremely happy. And it's a small thing. It's not even a thing that I needed. But God cared about the joy that I was going to experience from realising, oh, I've got more dip. You know, it's ridiculous. It's like people who are religious would say, oh, Really, that's not really. That's that's. I mean, come on, really. Or like, yeah, like just like I said, I've got this. Um, I get, I got this coffee today from BP, and there was a. I don't know if you if you've seen it. Um, a Starbucks sells them. Um, they have these little um sticky like sticks with like um, it's a stopper that you push into the lid of a plastic cup, of a or a takeaway cup. Please don't shoot me down, plastic. Um, you know green impact people but you know and you get this little stick and yes i reuse mine okay please clap your hands for me no i'm joking but basically and that means i with not being the best at carrying coffees i can now carry a takeaway coffee without worrying about wobbling all over the place and spilling it that means a lot to me okay these little things um you know and and so Asking God to show you what you can have for lunch or asking God, I mean, for example, do you remember last Monday we went to the Keys to the shopping centre and I asked God, show me what to buy and stop me from buying something I don't need. It worked. It works. God cares about those things. Yes, he does. And I think sometimes 
do it shop for shop in terms of money. Do it every time you shop. Just ask God, show me what to get. Stop me from getting what I need, but it's not your best for me. But help me to get what I need and help me to get the best in not big bargain, you know, in, with good quality, but, you know, cheap. Help me to get the right things. And sometimes that's almost more important than like getting the right app and whatever else. Just live with God moment by moment. So any other example you can think of that where we ask God to help you in a situation that, you know, to help you with choosing something or doing something or Yeah, sometimes when I feel stuck at, at work, like when oh, yeah. like finding a a bug in a in a in a software in a in a website Mm-hmm. Uh, that like the customer or a user has complained about and just I can't find the cause for the problem and oh. then I just ask him and then like what yes. my training like on Friday or like three or two or three days I was stuck with that one problem and then the next uh, Monday like uh, Wednesday Thursday and Friday I was was looking for a solution then I went home and Monday morning I asked God God to show me the problem he told me the exact line uh, in the in the code file lines thirty seven and that it took me ten minutes. What? <laughs> oh, I've got something like that. I forgot about the work thing. Thank you. That is awesome, right? So last year when I started my job, um, there there are two desktop layers in the council, um, that you can use, and I'm only on the pink layer because the blue layer. It's like basically different programs and a different sort of like desktop entirely uh, called Citrix Receiver. And basically it is a network thing. So in order for my screen reader to be put on that, it would have to be put on the entire system, which they don't want to do. So basically, long story short, I'm not I'm not able to use that entire layer with programs because my screen reader won't work on it. But in the past, it would log me into it, and I could not get out of it. I could not, because it would stop talking to me. And, it, you know, when you're blind, like, if your computer doesn't speak to you, you're, you're pretty stuck. And I remember one of those days, because I would always have to ask my colleagues, help me, what is it doing? And one of the, one of those days, there was only one colleague there, and he had just gone to... I think it was make a phone call or talk to someone. And I was like, Lord, I don't want to bother anyone. Please show me how I can get out of that desktop. And he showed me exactly how to do it by myself. And those little things, you know, God cares about. Yes. He does. And so, you know, going back to the resolutions thing, if you wake up, I mean, if you if you liken it to a puzzle, okay, if you, it's going to sound ridiculous, but hear me out. If you woke up on the 1st of January and you're going to say, I'm going to finish this, this entire 10,000 piece puzzle or 100,000 or something ridiculous by the end of the month, you're going to sit there with other pieces and you go, flip, where do I even start? But if you choose to say, I'm going to wake up and I'm going to put three pieces down today, if you've made a start, right? So if you see your journey with God, your your resolution, whatever you have as, okay, I'm going to wake up, I'm going to ask God, what do you want me to do to get closer to this goal? And then you will 
undoubtedly hear from God and it's going to happen. Obviously, what you should do first, in my opinion, is ask God, is this goal something that you want me to focus on right now? Or is there something else that you want me to focus on that is more important to you, that is on your heart? Because if it's God's will for you to do that, to achieve that goal, and you then ask him to give you the right puzzle pieces for the day, whether it's a lunch choice, whether it's what exercise to do, whether it's, I don't know, all that kind of stuff, then it's easier. It's like you do it bit by bit, you do it moment by moment, meal by meal, um, blog by blog, money choice by money choice. It's going to make it so much easier and so less overwhelming, in my opinion. But again, going back to what we said at the beginning, right now, I think the attitude is important. Mm-hmm. Are you doing it because you're loathing yourself? And we know what it's like to hate yourself. Oh, yes. We do. I do. Saskia does. We, we, I mean, this is my entire heart for you guys to... to I've been there. I'm and not, I've been there too. Only recently we have. Yeah. And if we can help one person... Just by saying, and I'm going to pray for you at the end because I think it's really crucial that you know this. God loves you the way you are, and God thinks you're amazing. Do you think you're amazing? Do you think you're amazing? Now I do. If like a week ago, I would say no. Same. Not a week ago, but really, really previously, I was like, mm, yeah. I, I would have said. Yeah, I should do it. In my head, I know God says that I am, but mm. anyway, so you're amazing. You're unique. You're fearfully and wonderfully made. You're created in the image of God. If you if you're a believer and you were ever asked, does God create junk? You probably become horrified and go, no, of course not. But that's exactly what you're saying, pretty much. Every time you look in the mirror and you go fault finding you go oh this is wrong and that is wrong i mean how quickly is it that we remember our weaknesses but can we name our strengths like i could tell you five strengths of saskia but in the past would i have really mentioned my strengths no and even if i did it would be in one area in one area only and that may have been my like what I'm good at characteristically. But if they asked me, okay, physically, what is your strength? What do you like about it? I would have gone, uh, I don't know. And that's sad. So start by remembering that you are loved. And if you are doubting that, listen to my podcast. I think it was beginning of December or middle of December, I think it was. Yeah, 16th, I think it was where I mentioned, where I, where I talked about being loved and that you are loved whether you know it or whether you don't, <clears throat> whether you feel it, whether you don't, whether you belong to God, whether you don't, whether you've had an amazing day or whether you didn't, you're loved. Start with that and really get, ask God to give you a revelation of that. And then, you know, the Bible says, love your neighbor as yourself. Just say, love your neighbour, forget about yourself, or hate yourself. It says, love your neighbour as yourself. So, love your neighbour as yourself. Love yourself, not in a selfish way, of course, but, you know, remember that you matter. And that 
you cannot give out what you don't have. If you don't have love for others, you can't give from an empty reservoir. So start with love, with remembering that you are loved and choosing to love yourself and choosing to find something you love about yourself every day. You know, whether it's character, whether it's, I've done this really well today, whether it's, I love my eyes or whatever it is. Okay, start with that. Don't compare yourself. One thing that really came to mind also about why you shouldn't compare yourself with others because you only see the surface of, of others. You don't see, you may even think, wow, that that person has a perfect life and has, has lots of money and a big, a, a big position in his job and stuff. But you don't know if behind closed doors they argue with their family every night or they are really depressed and sad. So you only see like a part of their life and that's really not a realistic uh, view to, uh, to, 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 to compare your yourself with wow that's really true that is i didn't think of that at the moment that's really true so there you go you know don't compare yourself don't compare your marriage to another marriage don't compare your life to anyone and go step by like a journey what was it a journey of a thousand miles begins with a simple step with one step take one step with in faith with god because of the right motive, because you you know you deserve it, and that you you want to be the best version of yourself, that is the reason you want to change, and then ask God to show you what you want to tackle first. Before you know, don't choose it for yourself, but like, I don't know. I'm just trying to think about an example. I guess, like some people have like various habits that may not be helpful. But my advice would be don't tackle too many at once. Like say, for example, you, I mean, I hope you don't, but say, for example, you like your drink, you like smoking, and you have, I don't know, a pizza every night. <laughs> This is a bad example, okay? I'm not saying, I don't know anyone who does that, okay? But don't say, right, that's it, this is genuine. I'm not going to eat any pizza, I'm not going to drink, I'm not going to smoke. That is unrealistic. Choose the one thing that you want to change and then ask God to help you with it. Or basically ask God what he wants you to change first because he knows. He knows you better than you know yourself. He's the one who, lo who knows you best and God sees everything about you. And that's scary, right? It's like, if I only told you, God knows you best you'd probably pull your pants because you think, oh crap, God knows everything, like everything I've said, everything I've said, every thought. But then if I say, yeah, but he also loves you the most, knowing all that, now you can breathe easy. <laughs> so do that, you know, just, and again, self-compassion, be kind to yourself, be kind to yourself, be gentle, be patient with yourself. And again, Yeah, I just want to pray for you that you know that God loves you. And again, I've written a blog post about this years ago. My best friend sitting next to me, and I would never say to her that she was useless or ugly or stupid. The truth is, 
You'd never speak to your best friend the way you speak to yourself sometimes. No. You wouldn't. I wouldn't have said to Enos, oh, you're a failure, you're a loser, you, 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 or something like that. Or like, oh, no one likes you, you're likable. I wouldn't say that to her. But I used to say that to me, but now no longer. There you go. So if you wouldn't say it to your best friend or to your five-year-old or to your husband, how dare you, you know, how dare you say it to yourself, really? Because you're God's creation. And like I said, it can be quite... I'm not saying you are prideful on purpose, but it can be quite prideful. You're judging yourself and not believing God's verdict of you are my beloved son, my beloved daughter in Christ in whom I'm well pleased. Just believe it, man. I know it's not easy. I know it's not like... It's not like, oh, yeah, you know... Click a finger, you're done. No. Well, it was for me, but... <laughs> but it took you a few years to actually get there. Yeah, that's right. But you've got to start actually asking God, give me more insight of who I really am and help me to really believe it. And then just, you know, focus on God. So the one thing I would suggest you resolve, but not in a strict way, encourage yourself to focus on God this year. And remember that he's always with you. In that every goal that you have, he will help you with. It's like, he says, um, submit your works to the Lord. We read this earlier, didn't we? Submit yes. your, every morning, submit your works to the Lord. And um, he will, um, you know, to paraphrase it, he will, he will um, grant you success if you, you know, if you pray according to his will. Okay, so... What my version actually said in brackets was, it literally means roll your works onto God. So imagine you wake up in the morning and you have a to-do list. can be a bit like a backpack, like I've got this to do, I've got that to do. Roll it all on God, like there you go God, there you, you have it, you have my to-do list. Because his yoke is easy and his burden is light, so there you're going to carry it with him. He's going to carry it with you, rather. He's going to lift the load and he's going to help you tick all them things off. And you're going to feel chuffed to bits. And you're going to become closer to God because with him, it's going to be fun. You're going to, you, he'll, he, can, he can be trusted. You'll trust him more because everything that was on your mind that was possibly worrying you or burdening you, he sorted out that day. So he, you trust him more. You've got your goals ticked off for the day. Sleep in peace. Yeah. There you go. That's really like, encouraging for me because, for example, for my work or for my blog, I have an actual to-do list, so I'll definitely do that. Literally imagine them being like little, little rocks that you're carrying. Yeah. And you roll them onto Jesus like, there you go, this one, this one, oh, and this one. Yeah. Ah, I feel better already. Right, let's go, let's get it done. Okay. Let's pray for the audience and then we'll go um if you want to st- i'll start in prayer if you've got if you want to add anything you're more than welcome to okay. interrupt me anytime i don't mind <sighs> heavenly father we, we thank you that you know us best you know our physical our physical body you know everything you've created you know where the enemies allow is caused us to abuse our body you know what's working what's not working quite as well 
you know what you can do about it and what you're going to do about it. You know everyone's heart and mind is what people's, you know people's desires, you know what they want, you know their hearts. Because you say that man looks on the outward appearance, but God looks at you, look at the heart. And I praise you that you are a God who looks at the heart. And so God, right now, I pray for everyone who doesn't feel they measure up, who doesn't feel that they're loved, who feels they're inferior, who feels that they are just not good enough. I pray that you show them, give them a, a spirit of wisdom and revelation um, in the knowledge of you, that they know you and that they know who you are in them and that you've already forgiven them a long time ago, that you already see them through Jesus, which is, he is perfect. If Jesus is righteous and the Bible says as he is, so are we in this world. It doesn't mean we're never going to sin again. It doesn't mean that it gives us the right to go, oh, great, I mean, Jesus, I can live as I please. But the truth is that it, it doesn't matter where you are today. You can start over knowing that you are loved the way you are. So I want to speak this over yourself. You are loved the way you are. God loves you with an everlasting love. Guess what? If it's everlasting... It's everlasting. It doesn't mean it goes as soon as you put a foot wrong. It's everlasting. So, Father, we pray that you reveal your everlasting love to people and that you reveal to them that you are the God of the practical, that you walk with them everywhere you go, everywhere they go, and they can speak to you and you can prompt them and show them what exciting adventure that life would be if they only trusted you submit your ways to the Lord and he will make your path straight that's what your word says I pray that you really give people an experience of that Mm -hmm. help them with their goals I pray bless them with their their, their, the challenge that they've set themselves show them what you want to do through them what you want them to tackle and then help them piece by piece to put that puzzle together whether it's a fitter body, whether it's better finances, it's a puzzle that you know which piece goes where. And let them treat it like a puzzle that a child is unable to solve, but with daddy handing it piece by piece and showing it where it goes, it becomes fun. And then seeing that picture come together, it becomes even more fun and more rewarding than anything and so we pray that you give people that vision and that excitement and I pray that we all start 2020 with a focus on you that everything else will come out of that focus on you do you want to add anything yes thank you god that you really long and urge for and plan to uh, also set, set them free from, from any self-loathing like, like you did with me. Yes. Step Lord. by step because of all your love for us. Mm. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And I pray for those who, again, may listen and they don't know you. Father, I pray that you touch them right now. Father, I pray that they don't dismiss what they've heard 
but that, that you would let it fall on good soil and that they will kind of, even if they initially go, mm, rubbish, that it's going to niggle at them a little bit and kind of like, oh, but what if it's true? What if, the, if there is a God who loves me so much, who loves me the way I am and yet with me wants to transform me from the inside out? And I pray that those who do know you, that you give them the strength and the discipline and the joy of spending time with you every day so that you can transform them. They may spend time in your word, they may spend time talking to you, talking to you about everything from their concerns to how good their day was or how hard the day was, knowing that you listen and that you respond. I just really pray that you show us just how intimately involved you are in our lives. And I pray all of this in your name, Lord Jesus. Amen. If you've got a prayer request that we can pray for, if you've got, I don't know, similar experience with self-loathing that we have and we, we can pray for you, let us know. If you've got any comments on the podcast, I'm always, always happy to hear from anyone. And um, just let me know. Um, send me an audio message on here. Um, I may try and put the link into the description this time because it's like I always say, give me an audio message and I never get one. So I'm going to try and put the link to the audio message thingy into um, the um, description of the podcast. Um, if you like this podcast, as many of you, or not many, but as a few of you already heard that, that you, you like it, do feel free to share it. As some of you already have done, I want to thank you so much for that. And um, if you have any topic that you'd like my two cents on, two pence, whatever you call it, my my view on, let me know. You know, if you know, feel free to let me know, and I'll think about it, pray about it, and tell you what I feel. So, I want to also at this point thank you, Saskia, for being with me for the last three podcasts. I just really enjoyed it, and I and I'm excited for when we can do it again. Yay. I just love uh, content creation, especially together with a best friend. Yay! Awesome. We'll figure out a way where we can do it on you know via Skype. Even we'll figure something out definitely because yeah. I find it it's more fun with two people. Yeah. A lot I would more. have to be, become your co-host for, for oh, a few Oh, it's got to be done. It's got to be done. Yeah. So thank you. And thank you guys for listening so much. I've seen that my our last one, the testimony, when I sixth place. Thank you so much. And really, feel free to, feel free to share it and, and encourage others to listen to it, that they may be encouraged and empowered. Thank you, guys. Have an amazing rest of your weekend and a very blessed next week i will be back um towards the middle of next week with another one and until then i shall speak to you very very soon